From the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's time to talk about who could possibly be the final four safeties because the 49ers have like, I don't know, a bazillion. They do have a bazillion, but before we get to there, it's also 49ers Cutback Podcast time. I've always wanted to do that. Oh my gosh, I forgot. It's all right. It's it's fine. I'm here to save the day, and I finally got to do it. I lived my lifelong dream, and now I can officially retire from, from the Cutback Podcast. <laughs> See everybody later. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, yeah, we got safeties to discuss. We do. There are like a million on this 49ers roster. I was so excited I jumped right into the lead. <laughs> you were so excited. You didn't just jump into the lead. You dove head first into the lead, I my did. friend. Uh, before we get it going, though, with these, these safeties and discussing who the final four safeties are, you need to hit that like button right now. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Share this thing with the rest of the faithful. That way they get a good idea of who these final four safeties might be because there's a lot of them, a lot of great options. And Ant, who's one of the first ones you want to talk about? Well, we know that probably this guy's going to make the team, is Jimmy Ward. Um, Jimmy Ward is a fantastic player, and since he's figured out how to stay healthy, he's really been great for them. I mean, he has, all last year, he was just a big-time player. He actually caused some turnovers, um, but he's a guy that can play in the box. He can play the deep third. He can cover guys in the slot. So he has a lot of flexibility and a lot of capabilities, which I really enjoy. And I think that ever since the health got figured out, I think that's really what has made him just a way better player and a potential pro ball kind of player so i think for sure he's one guy that i think is going to make this roster and i think maybe we're on the same page that jaquiski tart as well yeah i think those two i think we're safe on those two right yeah I think pretty much every 49ers fan every 49ers coach every 49ers player when it comes to the safety room they're like who are the two guys that you know for sure tart and ward uh those two guys they know the system right we know they can play well in the system. We know they can execute in the system. They can get it done at the second at the second level. They can come up in the box and you need them to. They can be down second level. They can cover tight ends. They can cover receivers. They can kind of do it all. They do all the things that Solomon needed them to do. The real question becomes, can they do the things that D'Amico Ryans now needs them to do? And I think the answer to that question is yes. And I think in all honesty, they do add some different things to the table for D'Amico Ryans to utilize. Um, I wouldn't say that Jimmy Ward's necessarily the best coverage guy or like tackling guy in the box, but you could set him on blitzes. He could be effective there in that in that role. And if D'Amico Ryan's gonna become a more aggressive defensive coordinator, which is what it looks like and is sounding like from everyone that is talking about what this defense may look like this year, these guys could have a, an even bigger role and even bigger years than they have in years past because they may be utilized in a lot of different ways. Yeah, and that's why Jimmy Ward's important because he's flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, playing slot, playing corner, you know, playing in the box, playing the deep third. He can do it all, and that's why he is pivotal to what they do, especially with Tarverius Moore being out. Now yeah. that he's out, you know Jimmy Ward is kind of the only guy that does that at a really high level. Um, Tart is not that kind of player. And then they've went out and they've brought in other guys, and one of those guys is Talano Hufanga, who they drafted. But Hufanga is not exactly a free safety type of guy. He's more of a you know s- strong safety that f- plays in the box. Uh, I don't think either one of us think he's going to be playing deep third a lot. And we'll probably be hovering around the line of scrimmage more than any other safety on the team if he's on the field. 
Yeah. And this is a guy that we both have had this conversation privately. We've said it on the podcast, right? We've talked about this a lot. This is a guy who may even be more of a linebacker in this Mm -hmm. system with what the Niners may be doing. Um, I I think he has a really good shot to make the roster. I think he has a chance. Uh, but man, th- there's some definitely some some coverage concerns with this guy. I, I don't feel comfortable with him out in space, whether it's deep third, uh, maybe less in man situations because of the physicality, right? You put him against the right guy, the right type of tight end or the right type of running back, he may be able to be effective. Um, but he does have a lot of coverage concerns. He's got some footwork stuff he needs to clean up. Um, but there's one thing he can do, and that's lay the wood, play in the box. He's a sure tackler. Um, and there's you know Fred Warner was a a, a safety in college that was a sure tackling type of guy who could do a little bit of everything um and look what he turned into as a middle linebacker who knows maybe Telenoa Hufanga maybe the real idea here is for him to be a hybrid role as, as you've pointed out multiple times um and eventually him making the full switch to linebacker down the road it could be and one area where he's going to be very successful is blowing up screens so the Rams and the Cardinals like to do this a lot and Hufanga is very successful against that so that's also a glimpse into the future of things he can do the other thing is he's a very good blitzer. So, I mean, he can get after these guys and he can get going quick. So those are areas where he can be successful. The 49ers, though, with Tarverius Moore being gone, we thought that what was going to happen was they were going to have to make some adjustments with Tavon Wilson. But actually, they signed Tony Jefferson. And the rumors that have come out is that Tony Jefferson is going to be pushing to Whiskey Tart to start at strong safety. That doesn't shock me, man. If this guy's healthy, this guy's good. The film is good on this, this yeah. gentleman. And I've been hearing a lot of 49ers fans. Another injured guy. Here we go again. It's gonna rain. Just getting all down and depressed about this Tony Jefferson signing. When this dude is healthy, he's a legitimate starter in this league. Listen, I, I know that everyone has their soft spot for Tart. Tart has gotten hurt, though, the last few years. Yeah. If Tony Jefferson can stay healthy, and he's been healthy for a good chunk of his career. It's just recently that it's... It's kind of all hit him at once. It's because he's getting up there in age, and that happens when you get older. But if this dude's healthy, Tart could be in trouble, especially if Tart goes down with any sort of injury early in camp here. Uh, that job is not necessarily his to keep. Yeah, it's, it's going to be scary for Tart because Tart does get nicked up a lot, and all throughout training camp, all throughout the season. So they did a good job of making sure they had Jefferson. It also shows that maybe they don't think Talano Hufanga is going to be ready. Because yeah. they, they signed Tony Jefferson post-Hufanga and before Moore got hurt. So they were definitely looking at this guy as a definite option. So I mean, when we're looking at this, we have Ward, we have Tart, we have Hufanga, and we have Jefferson. Is there any chance Tavon Wilson comes through and cracks the code and just gets in there and makes this team? Can he do what Jonathan Cyprian couldn't do last year? It's going to be so tough, man. It's so tough. It's such a tight room right now. Uh, I think every 49ers fan, and I think us too, we have a little bit of a soft spot for Hufanga. Yeah. We feel like they drafted him with, with a specific thing and idea in mind of what he could be in the system. And so Tavon Wilson doesn't fit those things. He's more of the coverage guy. Um, he can lay the wood. He can hit. Um, there's some great clips of him, especially with Detroit, just laying the smack down on people and causing some fumbles. He's always around the ball too. Uh, I, I have a feeling that Thanos is sitting over there um, he watches Tavon Wilson film and is like, this is the guy we need because he grabs every fumble known to man because he does. He's got a ridiculous amount of fumble recoveries in his career. Um, a lot of his picks are just weird, like being in the right spot at the right time type of plays where you got balls bouncing off the backside of a guy's hand and then off of his foot and then right into his hands. It's one of the, it's weird. It's weird stuff with Tavon Wilson. 
But the more I watch the film, the more I like him. I just don't know if he does enough of the diverse things to make him a more important piece in the system. He's played a lot of special teams in his career, so he can add that dynamic yeah. to that safety room. But I think you and I both agree that Talanoa Hufanga could probably add those same types of things. He's younger, cheaper contract and rookie pay scale, especially with a fifth round pick. Oh man, it's this is this is hard. Well, and that's what brings up the question. Because Hufanga, Jefferson, and Tart all play the same position. Yeah. So are we going to keep three strong safeties and then Jimmy Ward at free safety? <laughs> That's what would make you think Wilson would have a chance to make this team and that one of those other guys might be left out. Um, but they're going to have to figure something out because they have a lot of talent, and I think Wilson is a good player. And like you said, he does find the ball, and he's around the ball a lot. Those are some. That's something that the 49ers don't do very often. Okay, hear me out. I just had this just epiphany. Oh. <laughs> Ufanga makes the roster, but takes up a linebacker spot instead of a safety spot so they can keep Tavon Wilson and Tony Jefferson. Yes, I think so. It's possible. But can Hufanga beat out Marcel Harris for that job? That Because we haven't talked about Marcel Harris. It's true. And Marcel Harris did the hybrid role last year. He spent a lot of time in the box next to Fred Warner on obvious pass downs. They would pull Dre off or they would put Dre at the line of scrimmage and they would do some interesting stuff that way. So Marcel Harris is basically the Talanoa Ufanga that we've had, in, you know, maybe not as talented. Can Marcel Harris make this roster? And if so, like you said, you're talking about linebacker. Could he actually be in the linebacker mold? Is Flanagan Foles and Nathan Jerry, are those guys the actual ones that we need to talk about being in trouble? Yeah. Because it might be all safeties, you know, that they're really looking to go to. Maybe that's why they have so many. There's going to be competition all over the place. I mean, there's there's so many different options with, with how this roster is set up with the type of player that they have at the safety position, the types of players that they have at the linebacker position. Um, there's just so many different ways that you can approach it. Do I think it's possible? Absolutely. But, man, I, I don't I don't know if, if we're bold enough to pull that kind of trigger. Um, that's, that's a big risk going into the year. One less linebacker. And that's the one – I mean, think about yeah. it. It's the one position for the 49ers the last few seasons that hasn't really been hampered by injury. I mean, yeah. listen, you had – Right, you had the Quan Alexander injury. Yeah, you had that, but that was the only real injury at that linebacker position. Trey gets nicked up a little bit, but he only misses does. like a little bit of time. So yeah, it's like part of a game or like one game typically. Correct. So it's the it's a position that stayed relatively healthy. Do you take that risk, and then this is the year where it ends up being not the case? That's well. well oh. Do you take the risk because Talanoa Hufanga is better than Flanagan Foles on special teams? If you think he can be better than Flanagan Foles in special teams, Flanagan Foles hasn't really shown that he's a great linebacker in actual game play. Accurate. So you could theoretically keep four linebackers and keep five safeties. Um, yeah, that would that would definitely change the game up, but it's not something I don't think they... Ultimately, they could do that, I they think. They could. They could. And it's, it, it's, because there's so much talent there, there's actually more talent at safety than there is at linebacker. Um Besides Fred Warner and, and Greenlaw. But we're, we're you know not talking saying about the depth that the best, the best safeties are better yeah. than our best linebackers. Not. But Flanagan Foles, former safety. Aziz, former safety. Fred Warner, former safety. So, <laughs> I mean, we do have a trend there. So it maybe is there trend. is more to it than that. But you also have Jared Maiden. True. And Jared Maiden's another guy that is in the Jimmy Ward role and mold because he can play slot. He can play free safety. He can play strong safety. And he's got a lot of skills, and he played at Alabama in the SEC, so he's got a lot of talent, a lot of ability. I like him. I think that if they thought, though, he was going to be a serious 
there would have been no Tony Jefferson signing, no Tavon Wilson yes. signing. Those guys wouldn't have happened. They would have drafted Teleno Hufanga. You would have rolled with the guys you had. You had Jared Bain in your set. You know you're taking at least four of those, four of those five guys, and maybe you, you sign an undrafted free agent, rookie safety from somewhere, or take a flyer on a guy in the seventh round. That I, I feel that would have been the more logical thing if Jared Bain was the real option for the 49ers. Yeah, I think he's kind of on that backside you know he's kind of just looking at everyone and he's like uh-oh he's got he's played a lot of games in this league he's played a lot of games in this league i haven't really played any games in this league i feel like i'm in trouble i think if i had to pick the four the final four it would be ward tart hufanga and jefferson i would have to agree with you it's those four barring anything crazy happening yeah if we're in crazy town bonkersville then it's Tavon Wilson, Tony Jefferson, Tartan Ward, with Hufanga playing the linebacker, that that fifth or fourth linebacker slot, taking that last slot there um, for this team. That would be Crazy Town Bonkersville. I don't is know. It? I don't know. Is it really it, that crazy? It, it is because if you're putting him at the if you're putting him at that linebacker spot and you're not holding on to Flanagan Foles, you're not necessarily holding on to Nathan Jerry. Well, you can hold on to one of them. You just can't hold on to both. <sighs> That's true. And usually your fifth linebacker is more of a special teams guy. It's true. It used to be Aziz, and then it was, you know, uh, Flanagan Foles. They've had guys all throughout. It very well could be the case. It could be the case, folks. You could be looking at Teleno Hufanga as a linebacker. Or they just keep four and they keep five safeties. Yes, that's, there's that, too. Yeah. Knowing that you have a guy who can kind of bounce back and forth. Well, that's... you can store these, you know, Justin Hilliard and those guys on the practice squad, and then if you need them, you just bring them up. There's your fifth, you know, fifth linebacker. It's true. It's very true indeed, man. There's so many options for this 49ers team and this defense. It's a lot of fun to talk about because, you know, there's so many potential ways to construct this lineup that makes sense. You know, it's not one of those things where, you know, again, I can see a world where Jared Maiden makes the roster, but he has to show something that he hasn't shown yet, right? I see a world where Javon Wilson makes the roster, and it's not like, you know, insanity. It makes sense. It logically adds up. Uh, There's a world where Tony Jefferson's starting. Over Twisky Tart. That world does exist, Niners fans. Faithful. That that world is real. This ro- this roster is loaded with talent. This might be the best roster we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And Alex just talked about splintering into the multiverse. Awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, those things can happen. And I think Tart is all about injuries. So if Tony Jefferson comes out and plays very well, Tart's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Because you don't have concerns as far as physicality and and the way that he plays from Tony Jefferson. So Tart's going to elevate his game and he's going to play tough. Plus he knows he went out there on the open market and didn't get what he thought he was going to get. He's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. We might get the best Jaquiski Tart we've ever got and the best Tony Jefferson because he's on a one-year deal trying to make some money. So these guys are going to be out there looking to do it. And I think they're going to do a very good job because we have the best front seven in football. When you have the best front seven in football and you have guys like Bosa and Warner, you're going to be okay back there. Oh, it's a it's a really nice front seven, folks. It folks, is. this is this is it's a good front seven. It's good times. It's good times <laughs> in San Francisco right now. Let us know what you think about these final four safeties down in the comment section below right now at this moment. Do you agree with us? Are we way off base here? Jared Maiden is the future of the 49ers secondary, and we're just dead wrong. Telanoa Hufanga, godsend, starting week one, game one. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. We want to hear from you. Let us know. And while you're down there, don't forget to like. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and that notification bell. So that way you're notified every time we post this great content. Yep. And I am curious what people have to say about this. Because this is an interesting conversation. 
I know a lot of times safeties don't get the love and, you know, kind of talk about that they deserve. Um, a lot of times they see it and like, ah, it's just the safeties. But the safeties are very pivotal. They've been pivotal to the 49ers organization for years. They've been pivotal to this team over the last few years, especially even in the hardball days. The safeties set the tone for the in, the entire defense a lot of times with Goldson and Hittner out there, you know, rocking people. And that's what we have the potential to do this year with some of the guys that they've added. These guys are straight hitters. They're go-getters. They get woo hits. And that's what we want to see from these guys. We want these guys to establish themselves. But who do you think those four guys are going to be? I'm curious. I know we're going to get a lot of good answers and a lot of good uh, questions also about this because I think people are going to be interested about what we were talking about, about the hybrid guys moving and what this defense could ultimately look like under D'Amico Ryan's. Fun is here, and we're we're less than 30 days until training camp. I can't stop smiling. Yeah. These exciting times. It's exciting times for the 49ers. It's exciting times to be a 49ers fan, and it's an incredible time it is. to be a part of the 49ers Cutback crew. So make sure you join today. Hit that subscribe button. And until next time, 49ers fans, you stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.